You found us. Welcome to Emergency Protocol, a podcast for people who are stressy and depressy. We are your hosts, Denise and Jackie Freed. That's my mama. And that's my baby. We are sharing our 12 steps reimagined for today's society. And our bumpy, pothole-ridden spiritual paths. And we're bringing you along for the ride. This is us doing the actual work. When the shit hits the fan, you know it's time for... Emergency Emergency Protocol. Okay. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome from Tired Land. (laughs) Yeah, not Barbie land, tired land. Yeah. Yeah. We are, we are dragging ass into this recording session. We're coming off another big birthday week, only it wasn't ours this time. Yeah. We have a lot of August birthdays in the fam. Yeah. And. And it's been a week of celebrations. Yes. Partied out. Partied. And fooded and it's dined. really we fooded out. We don't we, really party. We so did, we yeah. Food we out. fooded out. Yeah. We were fed. Fully fed. So here we are. Here we are. And we're going into the second to the last step. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Which is step eleven. Step eleven. You want me to read the old one first? You want to read sure. the new one first? Let's read the old one. The old one? Yeah. I'll read the old one and you read the new one? Sure. Because you love the old verbiage so much. Because you're old that you and I'm new. Wow. <laughs> Kidding. That's no, the I'm second old now person too. that said that to me this week. One of my staff came in and I walked in. And she's like, somebody's looking for you. They wanted to see if they could get into your office to see if you had any reading glasses. And I was like, I'm the oh, old representative baby. in the office. And... They were like, yep. yep. And, <laughs> and to their... she's only started using readers in the last like three years. It's yeah. a new thing. I'm 58. That's time. She's a young 58. Yeah. So there we are. I'm not going to use my readers to see this writing Rebel. that I wrote because obviously it's in a font that's written at about <laughs> 32. So I don't need them <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Old Step 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. I'm looking at Jackie's like... I'm clenching. Like she just smelled something bad. (laughs) And we're not going to go into the fart jokes again, Mm -mm. but she just smelled something bad. I did. And it's not that bad. It's just the hymns that get her going. And his will. So I'll read our version and then we'll just feel into (laughs) how much softer it feels. Okay. We welcome mindfulness, grace, and gratitude into our thoughts and behaviors. Simple. Simple, easy, all-encompassing. I like it because it is current tense. We welcome. It is an active verb. And I think maybe an active verb is actually something else. But it is it is a current, not a we sought, past tense. And also there is no capital H him God. It's just who, whatever, whoever your God is. 
I mean, we don't even actually talk about God. Right. I mean, it kind of comes through in the grace part, but grace and gratitude and mindfulness yeah. is some something tied to something bigger. And the first one feels still a little spiritual bypassy in the way that people are like, Jesus is taking care of me. Like, yes, Jesus is taking care of you. And also, you have agency still. Yes. And sometimes that agency will leave your thought process and your body when you are faced with a triggering event mm. or a hostile act or mm. when you're doing something you know you shouldn't be doing, but you're going to do it anyway. And now she has a smile on her face. Like that definitely. <laughs> what is that? that definitely <laughs> rang in for something. Uh-huh. I, I don't want to go there as the mom in this scenario. <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. So the welcoming of mindfulness, grace, and gratitude into our thoughts and behaviors is nice. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the mindfulness, we didn't really talk about prayer in that, but I think. For me, when I was newer and still to to this day, I think of prayer as like talking to my higher power mm. and meditation is listening to mm. that higher power, right? It's like, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not always a very good listener, mm. but I sure can talk a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even then, I'm not, I, I've never been a big prayer person and mm-hmm. most a lot of the prayers didn't sit right with me that are written throughout this a, a big book that we yeah. have um i don't they just there's a third step prayer there's a seventh step prayer mm-hmm. there are some prayers that are beautiful but i just i couldn't relate to those too too mm-hmm. much i just I mean, I've never really committed them to memory. Mm-hmm. I've not, they've not, I've they not taken them in. And yeah. um, I, I have taken in the the thoughts behind them, but not in a way where I can just recite it to myself and mm-hmm. say something like some people can say it as a mantra and mm-hmm. know it f- from deep within. I, I just don't have that ability and I'm also not one of those people who can quote a lot of things anyway in any kind of way. I'm just not a person who remembers exact quotes of mm. things or titles of books or names of songs or mm-hmm. people or a lot a lot I don't remember a lot of stuff. <laughs> so like the only prayer that I say with any kind of constancy mm-hmm. is uh the serenity prayer That's because it kind of say. covers everything. Mm, I was going to say like, but you, but the serenity prayer has been a constant. So what about that specifically? You think it because it's all pretty all encompassing. Well, It's so funny because somebody this week sent me something about stoicism mm. and around other people's bad behavior and being mm. stoic around other people's, you know, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> And not taking it down and not doing, you know, not not reacting to it. Yeah. And said, can we be accountability partners on this? And I was like, absolutely. I have a prayer for that. And I wrote <laughs> back the serenity prayer because yeah. his thing was, you know, like, you know, not not letting pe- people's bad behavior affect us. Mm. And in the serenity prayer, it's, you know, grant me the serenity. Yep. Right. Grant me the grant serenity. Me the serenity. My higher power. Right. Is to me the accept serenity. the things 
I cannot change. Mm -hmm. So I'm accepting that you are who mm -hmm. you are. The courage, facts be facts. Courage to change the things I can. So, mm -hmm. like, if you're harming somebody close mm -hmm. by, I can intervene, mm -hmm. right? But or if you need to put up a boundary, yes, to protect yourself, to protect myself. But I am not going to change you mm. and who you are mm -hmm. and how you act. There's that mm -hmm. is out of my control. And the last part of this is where I think the stoicism comes in is. And the wisdom to know the difference, mm. right? And so, like, praying to know when I can act, when I can't act, when to mm -hmm. li live and let live or just let things be yeah, is a big stoic moment, mm -hmm. I think, for – and I say it all the time, or I'd say it on job interviews. I would say it before I walked into something – crazy i say mm -hmm. it before i speak at a meeting i say it anytime i'm feeling anxiety in any way i say it and it's kind of gives me that space of like i'm accepting where i'm at mm. it also kind of pulls me into where i'm at so mm. that i kind of can have my head and my feet be in the same space it's grounding yeah mm -hmm. so yeah there's that mm -hmm. and then a while back we did a bunch of women I have been sober with for a mm -hmm. long time. We read different books. We we started with the, the big book. We've been doing workshops forever. And then we get tired of one format and we move to something else. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then during the pandemic, we kind of ran out of stuff. So we started looking for adjacent readings mm -hmm. and things like a kind of book group to mm -hmm. do. And we read this book called Drop the Rock, which is around steps mm. six and seven. Which are for people who don't maybe have this memorized. Six and seven, the way we wrote it mm -hmm. is we trust that we will be guided to recognize thoughts and behaviors that no longer serve us or the greater good. Mm -hmm. Six. Seven, our actions are based in humility in the service of our highest and best selves. Mm. So in this Drop the Rock book, mm -hmm. there was this prayer that really struck me and I really did love it. And it was, mm. God, give me this courage and strength to know who I really am, to mm. act accordingly in my life, and to refrain from diverting my time, energy, and interest into my character defects. I don't get to choose which defects God will remove. Mm. I don't get to choose which are, are going to remove, but I can ask to mm -hmm. refrain from diverting my time, energy, and interest into things that don't serve me or the greater good, right? So mm -hmm. I can ruminate for days over a wrong mm -hmm. done by me or to me, mm -hmm. or I can go and make that right with whoever it was, if it's on my end, or let it go if it was done to me, you know, there's, it's just mm -hmm. for me, I, I like the refrain from diverting my time, energy and interest basically into things that no longer serve me. And I know you don't yeah. like the words character defects cause you like, you don't like that. This is it why we changed bad. it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, yeah. When I act out on that shit, it makes me feel bad. So mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. So it's like, okay, I just don't want to yeah. do that. 
And then, um, so that's from Drop the Rock. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other prayer that I don't know what origin is, but I like this version that was written by Herb Kay, mm-hmm. who does a lot of workshops around these 12 steps. And you can YouTube him and see he's got tons of tons and tons of stuff around this work. Mm. And it's called the Set Aside Prayer. And it's, mm. God, please set aside everything that I think I know about myself, my unmanageability, my spiritual path, and you. For an open mind and a new experience of myself, my unmanageability, my spiritual path, and especially you. Mm. So it's kind of like an opening up of like being curious to maybe thinking different ways. Mm. Like I'm going to set aside what I think mm-hmm. I know and kind of be open to maybe a different way of being. Mm. Which I Thanks. had to do when I was new, right? Like yeah. um, the different way of being is like I'm not getting drunk every night. I'm not smoking weed every morning. I'm not sleeping with your boyfriend. Hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> big moves. <laughs> nice. So there's that. And yeah. then going back to what we wrote, mindfulness, grace, and gratitude. Mm-hmm. Gratitude is like the key to all goodness, right? I think we talked about me making you play the gratitude game. Did mm-hmm. we talk about that? Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. I mean, I was then bitter that it worked and <laughs> mad that you made me do it. Because, <laughs> like, sometimes you just want to stew in it, right? Right. I think it. I think it was frustrating in moments when I hadn't had enough time to like fully feel my feelings. But it was helpful in moments when I was stuck too deep in feeling those feelings. Got it. Yeah. 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 So the thing I like about grace is that I feel like grace is where we get to walk in that, you know, when I have this visualization right now of, of what grace is to me, it's mm-hmm. like kind of walking on a mossy path that's soft and free and mm. and and that I can go into that I pretty much can go into any situation with my head held high mm-hmm. and with my dignity intact when I walk in and when I walk out. Mm-hmm. And that is like being given some grace from my own self and my mm. own ways of of wanting to react and be in the world. Because I don't always think nice things about other people and places and whatever. Or yourself. Or myself. And so, mm-hmm. but if I am just aware enough yeah. because of being mindful. Mm-hmm. That I don't need to react to your, kind of going back to that stoicism, your acting out that's triggering me. Mm -hmm. It's usually triggering me because it's something about me Mm -hmm. that I recognize in myself that I don't like in myself. Then, and not letting it ruin my day. Yeah. Then everybody gets, I don't have to ruin your day. Mm -hmm. I don't have to ruin my day. Yeah. And I can just walk with grace right back out the door and have a good life 
when we were rewriting this, I mean, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah. To me, this step is is kind of about the maintenance of this whole program, like continuing to lean on this these tools, right? And also to continue being present in my life. For somebody who's anxious, I still try to practice mindfulness, and I think I'm pretty successful at it in many ways. And the grace and gratitude part is what I have to actively work on a bit more in terms of like being present, right? Like, oh, I have to clean the house. Oh, I have a house and I get to clean it Mm. and make it beautiful, Mm -hmm. right? Like that kind of reframing is super important for me. And then the grace part, right, is like, you know, you're talking about making sure that your like behaviors and actions allow you to move with dignity throughout the world and for me with like mental health and how that affects my day-to-day life it's like making sure that I have the dignity to like walk into work and not smell like a trash can (laughs) right like making sure I put on deodorant in the morning is that yeast smell this (laughs) no it's like is that garam masala or are you just happy to see me <laughs> that curry powder in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. But also from like a mental health perspective too, right? With my thoughts and behaviors, practicing grace around when I am having big feelings, right? And also honoring those. And also one of the mindfulness practices I've really had to grow into as well in the last couple of years is asking myself what I actually want. What do I actually want to do right now? Mm. Do I want to haul ass to to great grandma's house for dinner? Or do I want to go to the beach with my boyfriend? Mm -hmm. I chose to go to the beach with my boyfriend last weekend, which is something that I normally would not have chosen. That's true. Normally I would choose the family dinner like Mm -hmm. 12 out of 10 times. Right. And so it was weird to make that choice. And also it felt really good. Like right. I needed, I needed an afternoon on the beach. Yeah, you did. I did. I still need an afternoon on the you beach. You also need an afternoon <laughs> on the beach. I think everyone needs an afternoon uh-huh. on the beach. I feel bad. Some people have never seen a beach. Right. How lucky are we that it's right there? Right. And that's the other part of it is like yeah. the gratitude and finding things to be grateful for, right? Being mm-hmm. grateful for what you have yeah and also this is another book that i love and Mm -hmm. read that has nothing to do with the 12 steps but does have stuff to do with gratitude Mm -hmm. it's called the science of getting rich Mm. it's not really about rich it's about being waddles wallace waddles i think it was written in 1916 and it's Mm -hmm. like all of 80 something pages or something like that you can read it in a minute but he talks about being grateful For what you desire Mm. as if it's already been given to you. Mm -hmm. And then to act in a way that you give more in use value than what you're being given Mm. back in monetary value. Yeah. So really being of service to fill your space in whatever it is that you're doing. And for me, finding gratitude... For what I have usually brings more good things. Like I 
you know, I think I kind of always am mostly optimistic. Would you say that about me? Like most of the time I'm a pretty optimistic person. Yeah. Um, I think you like to have fun and... And feel happy and find the happiness in things. I do. You do have some anxiety. We're unpacking that. We do have anxiety. It's not, they're not exclusive, right? Correct. I can be grateful and have anxiety. Yes. Yes. So I think the thing is, though, is that in the midst of my anxiety, I can turn it around by going into my breath, mm-hmm. bringing myself back to the present. Cause usually in that anxiety, I am no longer here. I am mm-hmm. either in the future, afraid of something I'm not going to get or mm-hmm. in the past, afraid of I'm losing something that I, I don't want to lose. Mm-hmm. So in that mindfulness, I get to be back here right now and then be grateful for just even the ability to do that. And then be grateful for what I have and be grateful for what I want, even though in my exterior, in my vision, it is not manifested <laughs> yet. I can yeah. still be grateful as though it's been given to me. And mm-hmm. what happens is it starts showing up. And what hap- mm-hmm. then what happens to me is I get a little afraid and I block it or I start, I just forget about it because I'm busy doing my life and I forget yeah. to be mindful that much. But the grace part for me is kind of tying in like why why I read that part of Drop the Rock because the grace is from doing four through nine where Mm -hmm. it's like looking at myself, seeing who I am, accepting that's who I am, being asking for help and not doing the things or acting in ways that no longer serve me or the greater good and then making amends for the things that I've wronged and the people I've wronged. And so because I've done some of that work, I do get to walk in a place of grace mm-hmm. where before, because of all of that shit, yeah, I could never think about being in a place mm-hmm. of grace because it was just too much to live with. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you live with what lie did I tell you last time I saw right. you? Oh, you what? didn't remember your goodness, right? I didn't. Oh, look at you. She had me listen to a episode, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I was uh, not getting it. I was like, "Am I the only one not getting this?" And then Abby's like, "I don't know what you're saying." And I was like, "Oh, thank fucking god." <laughs> I was just like, I, I'm just not that cerebral. I don't know what you're saying, and. So I'll have to listen to it again. But I did like the way you distilled it down. So if you want to say what that. Yeah. So on We Can Do Hard Things, uh, which is hosted by Glennon Doyle and Sister and Abby. Glennon and Sister and Abby. I love I love that we all call her sister now, too. I believe her real name is Amanda. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, they interviewed Dr. Becky, who is a psychologist who works with children and families. And she wrote a book, which is called Good Inside. And so a big part of her philosophy is remembering that your child, your spouse, your sibling, your parent is fundamentally good inside. And so with that approach, you can say, why is my child who is good inside lying to me? 
why is my spouse who is good inside mad at me laying on the couch in the middle of the day? Right. And so it creates like a lot of room for possibility, but also allows for reflection backwards onto our past experiences as all of those interactions we've had that have left an impression on us. All of those people are also good inside. And so they were doing their best to set us up for success in a certain way based on their understanding of the world. Uh. Right. But when you have not been acting in integrity or your brain is fucked up like mine, (laughs) you don't remember that you're good inside. Right. And so just like telling, I've been telling myself that like, oh, I'm good inside. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'm fundamentally good. And that's actually something I believe about myself. And if you think I'm a bad person, please let me know how I can fix that. But gen- generally speaking, I believe that I am a good bean. Right. I think you're a good bean, too. Well, you're a little biased, but thank you. I believe you're also a good bean. I am biased, but it's true. Okay. Settled. <laughs> No further comments. And so it shall be. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Thank you, Universal Mother, for making me a goodest bean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So back to the step. This step, we were talking talking with our lovely... Oh, Kim. Kim today. And she just said, oh, that feels so warm and like or what I don't know exactly yeah. how she described it but it was like well, that feels good and it does like just reading it yeah does feel good it's like it kind of makes the shoulders go down a little bit it makes it's like oh yeah I can mm-hmm. actually do that and I can do that at any time I yeah. can do that right now I can do that the next time something comes up that flusters me right yeah which I think you know it's so funny that you say that because Jackie just went on a trip, mm-hmm. and a few days before she left, mm-hmm. it was like you were coming over before work, mm-hmm. and I could see that you were stressed, mm-hmm. and you were like, I'm like, are you all right? And you're like, oh, there's just so much to do mm-hmm. before I go, and, uh, and I was like, well, the universal mother's taking care of you, and you, right then and there... Mm. Closed your eyes, put a. You had a smile on your face, just like you're doing right, right now. You now. took a deep breath in, mm-hmm. like you just, like without even consciously knowing, took a deep breath in, and let it out. And then where you're like, okay, and you got it, and you like toddled <laughs> out the door, and it was <laughs> such a beautiful thing to witness that you mm. have taken this kind of obscure idea of something bigger mm-hmm. and internalized it enough to actually step right into it mm-hmm. when needed. And yeah. it was like, I just saw it right before my eyes, yeah. just like you did right the second, actually. Yeah. This is one of those times where we should be on camera where you could have seen Jackie just like mm. go, go dip into mm-hmm. the... To the well. To the, <laughs> to the, the, mo- well. the mossy path of yeah. grace. <laughs> Big scoop of moss juice right there. No, you're probably allergic to that. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, yeah. <Wolf. laughs> 
So mm-hmm. I think that's that's it. I that's mean, it. I think we talked about it. It's it's step eleven. It's so interesting. This is the other thing that's I find fascinating about the step. Some people just got into it, started meditation, joined a TM group, did whatever they were mm-hmm. doing, like just got into it. Most of the people I know mm. still struggle with the quietness of this step. Sure. And so the meditation is, they're like, I can't meditate because my brain just won't shut off. Well, yeah, your brain's not going to shut off. Like <laughs> you're, you're not meditating. You're, you're not, and also you're like, you're all over the place. Yeah. Like some, it, it takes practice. It's not a muscle that just, yeah. you can just go, oh, I'm going to just. I yeah. Mean, and it doesn't get built up to like a plateau that you can maintain forever just by meditating like 10 times and getting into a rhythm. Like you can fall off the meditation wagon. Right. And then you have to work to get back on it. Right. Like mm-hmm. any muscle. Yeah. So I think it's it interesting that like it took me like 20 years. Like I, I did the prayer part. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah. Meditation. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want, I didn't want to get quiet. Mm. I don't have I don't have time for that. <sighs> there it is. Yeah. Right? I am mm. busy. Meditation is for people that can live in an ashram and sweep floors mm-hmm. and just don't have the time constraints that right. I do. They're not realtors. They're not <laughs> They're not living the realtor life. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mhm. Uh, yeah, I think maybe also before we close, I want to talk about some examples of what mindfulness could look like. Okay. Right. So mindfulness could be eating a meal without looking at your phone, like Mm. just being present with your food. Right. Like actually chewing your food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It could also be doing a puzzle while listening to music. Mm -hmm. Right. That creates a lot of, yeah, that creates a lot of space in the mind. Uh Uh-huh. I think it could also look like gardening. Uh-huh. It could look like looking for sea glass on the beach. Beach could... combing is one of my favorite forms of mindfulness. Uh-huh. Love that. Big fan. Hiking. Hiking. Without your phone. Uh-huh. Without staring Being at your phone. Being in nature. Yep. Just sitting in the park. Sitting on the beach, mm-hmm. looking at the waves. Yeah. Cooking. Could... Just being in the kitchen with the, with your recipe uh-huh. and your ingredients. Washing your dog, being very present with them. There's a lot of different ways that that could look. It's not necessarily just like sitting in crisscross applesauce, which to me is a very physically uncomfortable position. I cannot meditate <laughs> like that, right? right? And so at every yoga class I've ever, like not even joking, every single yoga class I've gone to when they're sitting like that, I am so physically uncomfortable and my posture is all messed up. Mm-hmm. And like, I just either want to lay down or like hunch over yeah. Or like find another way to do it or like sit my back against the wall. Right. Yeah. And that's just what I feel my body wants. Yeah. So yeah. do what your body wants. You don't have to do it crisscross applesauce. No, but for also some people that is exercise is their meditation mm-hmm. where they're just, you know, going for a run. Yeah. Or riding the Peloton or whatever it is that floats your boat. Yeah. There was also a time where I was riding horses, and that was also oh, yeah. a very mindful mm. thing because if you don't pay attention, that horse is going to throw you off or jump yeah. over some shit, you're going to get hurt. Totally. Playing sports can also be mindfulness. Sports. You have to be very present in the moment for yep. that. Yep. Yeah. Playing games, too. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways to 
welcome more mindfulness into your life. Yeah. And it could also be like guided meditations too, right? Mm-hmm. could be your Oprah and Deepak situation. It could be just even doing the breath that I do before my sales mm-hmm. meetings. Like it's mm-hmm. just like everybody, like I have them close their eyes, mm-hmm. think about something they're grateful for, mm-hmm. take a deep breath in. And exhale, five, four, three, two, one. Well, often I'll ask, is that the first conscious breath that you've taken for the day? And most people raise their hand. Now they're just embarrassed and they don't want to raise their hand anymore. But the first time <laughs> I did it, they're like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, how about this year? And still some hands went up. Like it's not obvious for a lot of people to just mm-hmm. breathe. One of the things that my yoga teacher does is do that box breathing where it's like four, yeah. four, four, four. So you inhale for four, hold yeah. it for four, exhale for mm-hmm. four, hold it for four, and then inhale and then kind of go around in that box. And yeah. it just does something to the body yeah. um, that calms everything down. So you don't have to sit there with your noise-canceling headphones listening to Deepak like mm-hmm. I do. You don't have to go and learn transcendental meditation you You don't don't have have to to, pay for a sound bath you don't have to do any of that stuff Mm -hmm. you could just breathe Mm -hmm. it's free for like 10 seconds and you're doing it anyway seconds oh yeah (laughs) fair fair point (laughs) you're already doing it Mm -hmm. you just do it a little different yeah (laughs) and then the gratitude game again Mm -hmm. when shit is the shit shit and sometimes playing the gratitude game doesn't work Mm -hmm. like when i'm really in self when i'm really in self-pity remorse Mm -hmm. anger i i can't snap myself out of it Mm -hmm. the best way that worked for me and still works for me every single time is to go be of service to another human Mm -hmm. being or a something being of service to something else mm-hmm. outside of me, mm-hmm. it will do the trick every time. And sometimes for me, that was just looking like going to a meeting yeah. and looking for the hand of the newcomer and then going and introducing myself after the meeting. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be a grand gesture. Although it is a grand gesture to get up off the bed into the car to a meeting, sit through it. Mm -hmm. So that was the grand gesture. But the thing with being sober, this is the shitty part of being sober, is that you get to feel all the feelings. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to sit in my mire and muck for very long because I've got nothing to coat it with like Mm -hmm. just sitting in it is just too just awful Mm -hmm. to do for very long so like and when i can't remember to get in gratitude and pretty much now i can i can hop into gratitude Mm -hmm. fairly easily but when i am not being of service to other people I, 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 it definitely will. It's one of those things. It's a sure thing because when you're helping somebody else, you don't have time to think about yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of a sudden you're now at the end of this service to them and you're like, huh, I don't feel so bad anymore. Mm-hmm. 
right? I'm like, I'm not even thinking about what I was thinking about an hour ago. Yeah. And the other practice I would do uh, just so that I could kind of see that a lot of what uh, was causing me anxiety was I would write down what I was mad or angry about Mm -hmm. and just save it and look at it again in 30, 60, 90 days or a year Mm -hmm. later. And in the practice of doing that many times, I got to see that most of the shit I was focusing on either never happened or didn't matter. Yeah. Like it just didn't matter. Mm. It was like not going to affect my life. If the actual thing happened, it really wasn't going to affect my life at all. And most of it never happened. Most of my fear stuff never happened. Mm. So that just was my own self way of like anxiety producing worry, 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 worry. And I'm still a, a pretty big worrier and... She's, yes. she's looking at me. Her eyebrows just went up and her eyes closed and she gave me the free the fuck freed you, fuck yeah. which is sure a did. quick little blinky blink of I'm the eyes. I'm anticipating our, our upcoming trip and the way just, that that The way that my anxiety. So I'm going to, I'm front loading my preparations for that. Yes. So we're going to be mm-hmm. on a trip. Yes. For two weeks. Yeah. Biking around. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to become democratic socialists. Yeah, we're, later. We're going, yeah. We're, bringing back universal health care. We're going to Copenhagen and we're going to bring some shit back with us. Oh, yeah. We'll see what it is. What's that? Higgy. Higgy? Huga. Huga. We're going to Huga. <laughs> we're going to Huga you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to cozy you, you all wanna, up. want to Huga. <laughs> Okay, I think we could be done now. Yeah, she's just going to hate me the whole trip. I'm going to be saying stupid shit like that. And she's going to oh. be like, Mom, stop. No, I feel like this is where I will also thrive because you've heard me at Ikea. <laughs> you know, I have. You have. And we can't do that shit in Denmark. Because <sighs> Ikea is Swedish. That's right. So don't be pulling that shit in Copenhagen. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> <laughs> all right miracles drink some water yes hydrate and uh, thank you for finding us again yeah we kind of forget to post that we're releasing a new episode so just know yeah. we're on a two-week cadence every monday yes and you know a few of you found us this week without yeah. us even mentioning it so yeah. thank you for being like people who want to find us yes we appreciate you yes and I also like that we're like, it's not intentional because we're really just not good at social media management, but it's also like low key a middle finger to Meta and like Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> that we're not dependent on his algorithm to like notify people of the things. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Don't count on our socials. <laughs> Don't count on our socials. For now. Yeah. We might need, we need a, we need a social media person. <laughs> Who does things and stuff and stuff. Yeah. Cause this is all we can do. <laughs> this is all we got. <laughs> all righty. See you next time. See ya. We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and TikTok at 
12 Steps for Everyone. That's at the number 12 Steps for Everyone. Please like and follow us. You can also send us topics you want us to dig into or follow-up questions from each episode. And if you know someone who would enjoy or benefit from our conversations, please feel free to share this with them. All are welcome here.